This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your Disney Orlando resort, hotel, or vacation home free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup, and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. Book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Vahidi Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 103 for the week of October 11th, 2015. Hello, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. On this week's show, we're going to do a mousellaneous show, and we're going to talk about absolutely anything that could pop into our minds. This is nothing oh, this planned. This sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing exactly planned. This show, <laughs> we're just going to go with the flow and see what happens here. So, um, <laughs> this is very dangerous. This is I, I don't know what's going to happen. This, this is worse crazy. than that we're doing it live. Oh, this is definitely worse. There's no topic here. Can um, we put uh, like some sort of like advisory sticker yes, I advise on you this or not somewhere? to listen to this episode because it's going to be yeah. absolutely terrible. Yeah. All right. Well, hi, guys. <laughs> Here's what we should do. You know what, though? Honestly, have you seen the um, – did you see the, the – uh, it's been out for a while, but I guess they're finally starting to sell the houses over in Golden Oaks. They're actually up for oh, sale right, now. Did yeah. you see that? Yes. We should all yeah. buy one. Let's go in together. I'd do it. Yeah, that's um, what you should splurge on. If we have or have not yet played that episode, I don't know. <laughs> but you should splurge on Golden Oaks. If we save up our t-shirt sale, t-shirt sales until we're like you know eighty-five, we could probably oh, share one house. Uh, possibly, definitely Maybe more bathroom. than eighty-five. We've only we have how many shirts have we sold? <laughs> I don't a, know, a few. But uh, All right, so let's try to get back on topic here. <laughs> That was a topic. We have no topic. <laughs> you said anything, and I was actually no, talking I about know. Disney. I mean, I'm honestly, those houses look awesome. They do look awesome. I and mean, if I were, if I were someone who was just like you know, if I were in that um, bracket, I would strongly consider it. I mean, why not? If I'm obviously in the real world, I'm not looking to buy a five million dollar house. But if I were someone who could buy a five million dollar house, I'd probably, you know, I'd consider it. Why not? It's a really great place to live. I would too. Agreed. 45 minutes Especially because I think you can even buy them, and uh, I think if you buy it and you own, you can actually have them. Uh, I think the, the the development will be like a, a, a management company for you as well. So if you want to rent it out, when if you're not living, I think I, I don't want to I don't want to say definitive on that, but I thought I read something about that. Yeah, sure, because that's what I can have is a five million dollar house that I don't stay in. All the time. I said in a (laughs) scenario, it's not real. All right, so here's a question for you: what What is probably the best tip that you guys have to give to somebody that's never been to Disney World? Don't no. um, (laughs) (laughs) um, It's research. Honestly, toss yourself in. uh, Read pretty much everything that you can. 
like social media it's a fantastic resource to find out everything ask on twitter um, ask on facebook i mean there's just like tons of people who just you know want to help you to have a fantastic vacation for me my biggest tip is to just enjoy yourself i mean you know don't it's hot and people get cranky and it's crowded and there's so many, you know, there's so many negatives to, and I mean, I love Disney World, but there's so many things that can overwhelm you if you let them. Uh, so just step back and just enjoy it. I mean, you know, take it in stride. And if you don't get to see everything, that's okay. You're still going to have a good time. And don't, don't let, you know, oh, such and such is closed for refurbishment. My trip is ruined. Don't, don't let that be a factor. Uh, and then my other one would be um, hire someone like Sean or any other Disney travel agent, preferably Sean, but if you can't get in touch with Sean, <laughs> Thanks, you know, but just, you know, honestly, a, tra- a Disney travel agent, there, there are a lot of travel agents that specialize in Disney and Disney is very overwhelming if you don't know what's going on and those people can help you. Uh, and it's, you know, take, take that opportunity to have some of those people help you because you'll need all the help you can get if you want to try to have a good time. Yeah, like one of the biggest tips that I have to somebody that's never been before, hasn't been to there in in a long time when I talk about or help them book their trip is to get to the park before it opens. If the park opens up at 9, get there at 8.30. And don't set your fast passes for 9 o'clock in the morning. Make them like 11 to start. That way, get into the park. You can get at least two to three attractions done by the time 10, 30, 11 rolls around, sometimes even more, depending on the time of year, just use that. Hit Fantasyland, hit Peter, you know, um, Peter Pan. That's like one of the, the busiest attractions there. Go there. Um, try to do as many things you can in Fantasyland during that time period. And then do Seven Dwarfs later on in the day and Splash Mountain or Space Mountain later on in the day with your Fast Passes. That's key to enjoying your trip is getting there before the park opens. The same thing with Soarin'. If you can get there before it opens, you don't have to waste a fast pass on Soarin'. You can use it on test tracks. So get there before the park opens. That's the one thing that I think is it's a good thing to do. It even 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 as veterans, we don't not many people are rope drop people. You know, just because you're out late and you don't want to get up early. But try to take advantage of it if you've never been before. That's an excellent tip. All right, so the next thing I'm going to talk about is if you guys were in Walt Disney World for your birthday, what restaurant would you do to celebrate your birthday? You know, it doesn't matter if it's your 40th, your whatever it is. Just it's just an average birthday of any year. Where would you go? Not that you not that you're going to exceed what you you normally spend, but what would you normally do? Where would I know everybody would say like, "Oh, I want to go to Victoria and Albert's," but if it doesn't fit your budget, if it does, heck, go there. But where would you probably most likely go for your birthday to celebrate? Now, is this pre-cheese sauce or is it <laughs> post-cheese sauce? Um, but now it's post. Uh, well, then I have to think about it. I think that my favorite restaurant is Raglan Road. I just love that place. The food is just fantastic. I'm a big... Uh, fan of irish pubs and irish food and they have the entertainment there and bands and the dancers and the beer is fantastic um so if i had a choice it's raglan road not a bad choice i mean you know we took my wife to victorian alberts for her birthday so i'd like to say that we'd return the favor and go to victorian alberts for my birthday Uh, so that would be my first choice but if we're avoiding that because that's obviously a you know that's a special thing, and we'd have to decide if we could afford it. 
Uh, but just sticking with, you know, quote unquote, normal Disney restaurants, I would probably choose Jico. Uh, that's, that's probably my favorite restaurant on property. Uh, in at least in terms of, uh, you know, the restaurant where I've had just one of my best meals ever on property. The food was great. The service was great. The uh, environment, the, you know, the setting is great. I just, I would go back to Jico. I love Jico. Underrated restaurant as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, it's still pretty popular. It's just one of those things I think that hurts them is that it's the, unless you're really staying at the Animal Kingdom, it's a little bit harder harder to get there than other restaurants at resorts because they're so close to some of the parks within walking distance. Um, so I'm sure that that does hurt them in the, the long run. Um, you know, but me for myself, honestly, you know, I probably would choose Ohana's just because it's not something I get up here. You know, unless I go for like, um, I go to a Brazilian place or a, I guess Portuguese place to enjoy that type of food. So I would probably choose Ohana just because I love, I always have a great time there. Granted, sometimes the, the staff could be hit or miss, um, you know, the service sometimes, sometimes stinks, but overall I've had much more better experiences than bad experiences. So Ohana is, it's just so much fun for me, you know. It just it's just laid back, easy going. I can enjoy all the food, have a lapu lapu, um, and I love the dessert there too. So that's you know tops on my list as well. So that's my choice, Ohana's. I love Ohana. I would I agree with that decision as well. I'll join you for your birthday. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I guess I'll go too. <laughs> well, <laughs> wouldn't that be fun? We can all drink lapu lapu. You have to bring a gift or no gifts or. Will you buy me a lapu lapu? Your presence is gift enough, Keith. Ah, <laughs> you finally realized that. Good job. <laughs> All right. So the next question is: Pecos Bills. It is you know has changed <laughs> since the hot sauce is no longer available. Is it a restaurant? Is this pre cheese sauce or <laughs> it's post? post. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely post. Yeah. Is it a place you still guys are going to go and eat at? Because I know this is we brought this up in our like a top five favorite quick service places to go to. Are you still going to go there? Well, the short answer um, is yes. I mean, there's not a ton of, like, quick service restaurants that's over there. Um, so the choices are kind like of limited. But I still enjoy that the cheeseburgers there. Um, I still enjoy those the ribs at dinner time there. So, I, so yes, I mean, there's, there's, like, tons of seating there, too. So it's pretty easy to uh, find a table. So, yes, I would. I would too. Um, I, I think it's a little. I'm disappointed to see it leave, but I still like the fact that. I mean, presumably you can still get the, you know, the the sautéed mushrooms, and and I love sautéed mushrooms on my burger at Pecos Bills. So I would still go there. Honestly, it, it might be a little lower on my list now than it used to be. It used to be every trip, and now it, you know, we might go hit uh, Columbia Harbor House, or uh, I may go over to Sleepy Hollow and get the chicken waffle because those are delicious so it might be a little lower down my list now without the cheese sauce but i would i would still go there i'm not going to say i'll never go back again yeah for me the last couple times that i've gone there i've had some bad experiences in waiting for my food so i'm not in a rush to go back there you know they screwed up my orders a couple times and or it was cold it's just that's probably the one restaurant where i've had the least consistency out of any of them so um it is definitely a skip for me the service is always a big fact we personally it's always been pretty good service there but if i i get terrible service 
anywhere, whether it be here or at Disney. I mean, then that's a, a cross off of my list. And I mean, you know, there's other choices. Yep. All right. Next, um, Keith, your next trip I know is coming up um, in April. Alan, yes. As of right God. now, you don't have anything planned. I think correct. That is correct. Okay. But no matter when your next trip is, is Disney Springs a must do on your next trip? Um. Wow. Um. Uh, yes, we are going down with some family members who this is their like first time down there. So we kind of want to like show them before parks and stuff in downtown Disney Springs, whatever, and just to you know go and check out the Marvel store. It's there now. Earl a sandwich. That's a stop that we always do anyway. And two, just to see what it is now, um, because uh, we were there, it was like a year ago, February, so it's been a while, so um, there's a bunch like, of new stuff there haven't seen either yet. Yeah, I'll be there. We always go to downtown Disney on every trip, at least once, usually twice, so I'm, you know, I'm excited to see the changes, and, and I think it's going to be really nice when it's done. I think it's already, you know, the changes they've already done look really, really good. And, uh, you know, I don't know that I'm, I'm not go, I'm not saying definitely I'll be there because I'm super excited about Disney Springs. I'm definitely going to be there because we always go there. So it's going to be just like every other trip. We'll go and do some shopping. We'll hit the Christmas store and the world of Disney store and go check out the co-op and might get a Sunday at Ghirardelli or, or something at the Starbucks, uh, or Ooh. make some, um, I'll get over it. Make some, uh, <laughs> pretzels or, or rice uh, mickey rice crispy treat over at goofy's candy company uh you know maybe get a drink at the boathouse since that's new i mean there's there's we're gonna do the same stuff we've always done get a sandwich at earl and 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 then see what else is new so we're, we'd be going whether it was being remodeled or not but with it being remodeled i'm, I'm interested to see what it's like after they're done i think it's going to be really nice if it can fit into my schedule i will go um i'm not going to make a special trip but if if it was if it works for my schedule, I probably would. My trip in September, it's just too short. I won't. But uh, we're supposed to be going again in May of next year. So we're going to try to do like eight, nine days down there. So I'll probably fit it in my schedule then. So just as long as I have the time to go, I want to go down there and experience it. More so at night, just because I'm more of a, a night person anyway. So I do want to see it. It's just I'm not going to go out of my way to see it. All right. So it, <laughs> I don't hate it. It's just shopping and food. I could do that at Epcot. That's true, but no Earl of Sandwich. Right. And true. no Christmas store. Well, there's a Christmas store in Germany, but not the same. True. But Epcot yeah. has La Cava. That's true. Yep. But there's not a Marvel store. That's true. Epcot. So we can do this all day. There's a Marvel <laughs> store at Disney Springs? Yes. Yes, there is, yeah. Really? There's, yep. Yeah. In the oh. west side, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, don't care. Marvel's not my thing, so I didn't know that. That's cool. All right, next question. Next, right. next. If you had next. to choose just yeah, one, either parade or fireworks show to see on your next trip, you know what? What is the one that you'd want to see more than anything else? World of Color. <laughs> That's fine. That's fair. Uh, yeah, if you can... it's not a Disney World show, though. That's still Disneyland. I mean, that's fine. You can periscope it, I'm sure, from somebody. <laughs> it's over there. You can just like sit in your room and watch it. Like I've said past episodes, it's always it's wishes for us. It's wishes. wishes just 
just uh, <laughs> evokes like some kind of an a response out of me that I don't quite understand, um, but. It always like, makes me, you know, well up a bit. It's just, it's one of those shows that is just purely Disney. Um, and so, yeah, it's always wishes for me. Well, everybody knows well, I'm going to say Illuminations. Come on. It's my favorite one. It's my favorite show. I love the music. I love the show. If I'm only going to see one, it's Illuminations. In fact, a lot of times that is the only show I see. I don't go see <laughs> Fantasmic every trip. Um, and I don't really dig the daytime parades. They're kind of just i mean I've, I've seen the uh the new one uh festival of fantasy and it's really really fantastic and totally worth seeing uh, but i just don't generally watch daytime parades and i love mainstream electrical parade but if i have to choose i would probably choose illuminations over that see now for me it would be the main street electrical parade if it was special magic it would definitely be hands down would blow away wishes blow away anything for me um i'd still gonna choose the main street electrical parade just because I, it's just magical to me. You know, my kids absolutely, they love that more than they do the fireworks. And it's not even the, the loud booms that, you know, the fireworks scare them or anything like that. Just the parade is just so magical. There's just something about a parade that, um, as an adult that can bring you back to being a kid. I'm sure the same thing can happen with fireworks, but, you know, seeing everything come to life, everything's three dimensional, the music coming down, um, and it's at night, you know, it's just, it's just an amazing experience to sit on Main Street or wherever you are, just to take it in. You know, it just moves it. It moves at like the perfect pace for you to see everything and take everything in and notice everything that's happening in front of you. Beautiful colors, you know. Um, it's a complete three dimensional, a four dimensional in a way experience, you know, for the most part. So, I, I that's my that's the one thing that I would take over wishes any day, just because of. The, probably the nostalgia too that's in it because I can remember that as as a kid as well. So that's probably why it's up there on my list. As we've actually watched that from the, the train station. It's really neat. Uh, kind of get that like vantage point. You can like see them from up on Main Street. It's just a cool uh, spot to see it in. Yeah, I, that's one of those things I'd want to do. I've tried a few times and it's just been too crowded. I know you have to get there much earlier. Yeah, that is on my list do. of things to do and see from on top of the train station. Hopefully one of these days I'll do it. You like, do kind of have to park up there um, kind of early to get a spot, but it's worth it though. Do you think there's any restaurant, well there are, but any restaurant that you feel that needs to be upgraded or changed, mm. whether it's menu wise or the, the inside, you know, to be upgraded? I would think that the only one, well, off the top of my head, is Pizza Fari. The restaurant itself is themed just extremely well. The murals and chairs and the furniture. And then that you get to kind of like a mediocre pizza menu, and it doesn't really fit. I think that they could do a much better job with a better choice of food and just, I don't know, it's just it doesn't seem to match the theme of the restaurant too well. I mean, there's always a restaurant that, you know, maybe the menu could be a little better, a little different. Just change it up just so it's not the same thing necessarily. Not that the old one was bad, but just something a little different. Uh, I mean, the, the only one, the first one that pops in my mind, though, I, I wouldn't mind seeing them get rid of the uh, current counter service in the American Adventure and change it up. Uh, I'd love to see them put a barbecue restaurant in. Uh, they could do 
you know, North Carolina barbecue and Memphis style barbecue, but definitely not South Carolina style barbecue. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Of I course you did. <laughs> no, but honestly, I would like to see a barbecue restaurant in there. I mean, you know, something, I mean, there, that's one of the, I mean, that's, that's American right there. I mean, there's, you know, I mean, obviously burgers and fries, but those are everywhere. But barbecue is an American food. I mean, that's something that you could, I think would be really popular. I mean, they already put that, the, uh, you know the the booth where they they do the brisket and stuff during food and wine. So they obviously have someone in the in the Disney kitchens that that likes to do you know smoked meat and, and barbecue and, and things like that. So why not do a restaurant off of it? That's I what I'd like you. to see. Yeah. I think that would be a great spot to do a, oh, a barbecue yeah. joint. Um, you know, South Carolina it does have some good barbecue, and I'm gonna <laughs> North. I think North Carolina is definitely better. Uh, Memphis is, is phenomenal, um, but, but you can do so many different style barbecue in there. It just doesn't have to be one style. You can bring no, exactly. Yeah, they can do all the, all the different types. You know, because some people like ribs, and some people like pulled pork, and right. some people want brisket, and you know, there's somebody. Some people want barbecue chicken. I mean, you know, the as a North Carolinian, I don't think a barbecue chicken is barbecue, but you know, that's just that's because that's what I was raised on was right. you know pulled pork so but I, I respect the fact that a lot of different places in this country have their own definitions of barbecue and it, that's a great way to show off not just one american cuisine it's all i mean there's a lot of different exactly. things that are classified as barbecue in this country right. yeah you make it seasonal too. have different styles at different seasons of the year too that'll work keeps it fresh so for me i think the one restaurant that i think needs an, an update is uh, tony's um while i don't think I think it does get a bad rap. I don't think it's the best Italian food in the world. I also don't think it's the worst Italian food in the world. But I think it does need a a change to it. I mean, keeping the same theming there, I think, is perfectly fine. Maybe upgrade it a little bit. Maybe open it up a little bit more to the outside so you can experience Main Street more. Um, but I think the, the the cuisine can stay Italian. But I think it just needs to be upgraded. Maybe some... Uh, Maybe either with some more simplified, maybe some more like like tapas style Italian dishes would work better there um, to get people in and out quicker on Main Street. I think that's certainly a good idea for for Tony's because it is a restaurant that I like eating on Main Street and I like being able to see outside. So I wish you could just open that up a little bit more to bring the ambiance from the outside into the restaurant. I think Tony's kind of like rest on its laurels i guess is how that you can say it but i think that disney world is kind of oversaturated with italian restaurants anyway right and so when when that you do i have one that's not quite as good as in other parts of the of the property it does kind of get like a bad like stigma to it i agree with you how would you get guys describe the perfect disney breakfast Four orders of Tonga toast. <laughs> I don't think you could eat four orders I of don't Tonga think toast. So. With the side of a scooter. <laughs> I don't think you could eat four orders of Tonga toast. I can, I I've so. never even eaten one order of Tonga toast all the way through. As a, it is just, it's it's filling. It's I, delicious. I finished it. I finished it on my last trip. I was full. I've I never finished one. I, I've made it maybe three quarters of the way through and I was like, <laughs> Done. I've got the sweats here. I can't eat anymore. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Perfect breakfast at Disney is, I mean, generally I don't, you know, I usually grab like a banana and, and a muffin or something on the way out, but 
you know, my best breakfast was at Crystal Palace before Magic Kingdom opened. That's a great breakfast. Yeah, it is. Mm. Keith, I Tonga Toast is, is is like the perfect Disney breakfast for me. Um, it is. Unless they had Taylor Ham Making Cheese. No. Yeah. yeah, that might be like the perfect breakfast in Disney World with a yeah. side of Tonga Toast. I mean, but, but I mean, you know, it's once again, it's something that you can get at home, so why would you order it there? Like, true. I would order it because I can't get that here, but because I love that stuff. So good. <laughs> All right, so this is a um, basically a this or that or, or would you rather? Would you rather have an all expense paid dinner for you and your wife or a guest um, at the chef's table at Victoria and Alberts, including the the whole wine package, whatever deal with it, or would you rather have the Grand Floridian Suite facing the Magic Kingdom, the the Presidential Suite? At the Grand Floridian for the night. Well, um, because um, we are such food fans, foodies, um, I would take the Victoria and Albert's dinner. Let me qualify that I would be there with my wife and not just <laughs> a random guest, as Sean said. Um, <laughs> I thought maybe you were going to take me. Uh, no. Um, so, because the suite, you know, I'm sure is beautiful and I'm sure it's fantastic, but, but the experience that you would have with the meal there, I think would be a better, I don't want to say it, like memory than if you just had like a fancy place to sleep. I'd take the room at the Grand Floridian simply because I think the cash value of that is probably higher than, um, (laughs) always uh, an accountant. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, look, man, guy. look, if I'm going to... Well, I am a numbers guy, but if I'm going to take one for free, I mean, the odds of... Let me put it this way. The odds of me ever staying in the Grand Floridian suite, like the top room, slim to none. The odds that I may one day sit at the chef's table at Victorian Alberts, that's actually likely. I'm you know, not guaranteed by any stretch, but something we could actually work out since, I mean, we have eaten there, so it's something that we could save up for and do. But I would never stay, I would never pay to stay one night at the Grand Floridian. So I'd take the Grand Floridian simply because that's that would never happen if someone wasn't paying the bill, whereas the chef's table would happen if some, if I had to pay the bill myself. So just because it makes more sense, financially speaking, I'd take the, the room. See, now for me... I would go with the the food just because I have no really desire to stay at the Grand Floridian. I'm not going to say it won't ever happen that I'll stay at the Grand Floridian. It might, but I really have no desire to stay there. But for me to go to the the chef's table, all expense paid, plus the booze, um, hell yeah. I'm going to have the best time of my life in Walt Disney World on Disney's tab or whoever's tab is paying for it in that restaurant. Um, cause like he said, that's something I'm going to remember forever. I'm going to remember that food. I'm going to remember, remember how everything tasted just because I didn't have to pay for it, you know? So, um, <laughs> I could lay in the bed, look at the magic kingdom all night long, uh, in my presidential suite at the grand Floridian, but I can't taste it. That's for sure. So I'm going with the food. I just like how the booze was kind of the deciding <laughs> factor for Sean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> Makes everything like, well, taste better. Food or the room, but food and booze. Now that's <laughs> where I'm going. All right. So um, this will probably be the last one. What 
is the who is the greatest Disney villain? Oh man. Now, who's my favorite or who's the best like at being bad? Yeah, who's the most evil Disney villain? Scar. Yeah, I agree. Straight up killed his brother. Yep. <laughs> and then stole his and then stole his brother's girl and was like, "Woman, you're my woman now. Let's <laughs> let's run the kingdom. It's mine." <laughs> He's the most evil. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I I think that that is the case. Yeah, I mean, if we're just basing it on, does this include like Star Wars and Marvel? Well, they're all under under the Disney umbrella, so. Well, then I would probably go with Vader. I mean, because. Uh, <laughs> he chopped off his son's hand. He was he was you know about to kill him. Yeah, but he becomes good in the end, and he saves Luke's life. Scar, man, he just want to kill everybody. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of have to go with Vader though, just because he's just. Just pure evil. Well, I mean, he he destroyed a planet full of people. Yeah, well, he, but in the end, Vader turns out he's he goes soft at the end, and he's he's actually good. And at the end, he saves. Spoiler alert: He saves Luke. <laughs> Whereas Scar, even to the end, was like, "Oh, Simba, please don't hurt me." And then was like. Soka, and then still tried to kill Simba. <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> so this is like mystery, mystery science theater, where we're just like sitting around doing horrible commentary to these movies. But. So Scar, Scar stayed bad to the end, to the bitter end. Whereas uh, you know Vader was like, "Oh my son, take my helmet off and and let me see you." <laughs> And stuff. And, then, <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, and that's, stuff. How, that's how it happened. And uh, you kissed your sister. Like, like that's just... Uh, uh, yeah, awkward. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> so, yeah, Scar's, Scar's the, is, is definitely my, my pick. I think he's more evil than, than Vader. I think so. Two to one, we win. Winner. Scar wins. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So I think that's all I had for the miscellaneous, the miscellaneous <laughs> show. That's going to do it for this week's random show. Uh, for for all of the listeners who are still listening. God bless want, you. We want to thank you. <laughs> but first, we want to thank our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your door. For more information, visit KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Don't let us know what you thought of this show because it's probably bad. <laughs> Uh, but you can go to EnchantedTikiTalk.com, uh, and you can email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. Yeah, no, you can't. You can email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. Uh, you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Uh, please like us on Facebook. Check out our store at redbubble.com with two new shirt designs and follow us on Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M A N Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. Come, come. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dole Whip Daily. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha.
one last one. What Disney, what one Disney princess would you want to marry? Long live the king. Belle. Yeah. Nah, that's my pick too. Belle's cute. Oh. She's smart. She's fun. She's intelligent. She reads. She's brave. I dig her. She's cool. I'd choose Belle. Princess Leia. She's got the Why? slave costume. Come on. Uh, I knew it. Yeah. Jeez. But look at Princess Leia now. <laughs> oh, Keith. Like Bell still, <laughs> like Bell still <laughs> looks oh, the same. That's what? At enchantedtikitalk dot com. I thought Not we out. were done. <laughs> nope, that was the outtake. <laughs> I don't give a Long shit. Long live <laughs> the king. <laughs> <laughs>